You're listening to the Friends Talking Nerdy Podcast Network. Friends Talking Nerdy! If your friends are nerdy and you are nerdy too, I want to talk to you. Friends Talking Nerdy! Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Friends Talking Nerdy. This is Tim Jasma coming at you solo this week. As we mentioned on the last episode of Hump Day with Tim and the Professor, which uh, if you have not listened to that yet, go to the show description. You can hit that link and you can find out where to subscribe to that. Uh, But we mentioned that uh, the card was subject to change this week for Friends Talking Nerdy because the Mr. and Mrs. Reverend Tracy are on their way to Portland, Oregon to see their kids. and I wanted to make sure that uh, you know they had they had enough time to be able to prepare for that, um, being able to pack and get everything uh, all all set to be able to travel to Oregon to see kids for a week uh, for spring break. That takes a lot of time and energy. So going solo this week, um, more than likely we're not going to have a super long show here. But I did want to provide something, and I think what I'm going to provide is this: we're going to do a playlist. A playlist is always something that uh, can get us talking, and at the end of the day, it also gives us so a nice little something to help promote. And this playlist is all about the year 1982. We are going back 40 years in time to look at 10 tracks that I feel represent the best of what 1982 had to offer. Um, obviously, when it comes to musical choices, it's purely subjective. So if you don't agree with mine, I'd, I'd definitely love to hear if you have any uh, additional tracks uh, that you think I missed. So yeah, if, uh, after hearing the episode, you think think I missed some tracks, contact us. Uh, go to the show description, whether um, and just uh, you'll be able to go to our website, friendstalkingnerdy.com. On our website, there are links to where you can find us anywhere on the internet, whether it's social media or whatever. We'd love to talk to you. So let's dive into the list, shall we? Um, in the show description, of course, there will be a link to this playlist, so you'll be able to hear everything um, by every t- everything by the time I'm done talking. So here we go. Um, this list, as usual, is not in any particular order here. There is no ranked measurement. It's just 10 tracks together. So the 10th track that I list is not going to be my t- you know, 10th favorite or anything like that. It's just overall. Here we go. Number one on the list. It's a nice little pop song. It's the first pop song that got Huey Lewis in the news noticed. It's a song called Do You Believe in Love? Um, from what I understand, they were a, uh, Huey Lewis was friends with Robert Lang, who was a famous producer. Um, produced some of the biggest hits that uh, you can think of. You may not necessarily like the work that he does, but uh, as far as record, you know, company executives go, he's great because his records make a lot of money. Um, you know, he was behind, behind Back in Black, for example. He was behind Hysteria from Def Leppard. He ended up marrying Shania Twain and produced her albums. And again, whether you like her or not, she sold a lot of albums, so he must be doing something right to be able to uh, get people interested but this song, Do You Believe in Love, it's a nice, simple little pop song. And, uh, you know, Huey Lewis has a unique voice, but the, what he does best with it is that he's able to convey emotions pretty, pretty damn well. And, uh, yeah, Do You Believe in Love from Huey Lewis, Huey Lewis and the News. Definitely recommend checking that out. The next one on the list here. 
you probably heard this many, many times before, and it's a shock, too, uh, realizing that it did come out in 82 because, uh, you know, by the time I was becoming aware of music, they uh, were no longer a thing. So they were seemed like an older band, even though they were still around when I was, you know, very much a kid and aware of things. But it's The Clash, Rock the Casbah, a classic, classic song. Um, and it's one of those types of songs, too, that, like, even if you're not really familiar with The Clash, you've heard this song. Um, Will Smith at one point, I think for the Men in Black soundtrack, uh, you know, took this song and did his own thing with it. Um, but Rock the Casbah, an absolute classic. And again, came out in 82. I mean, 40 years may seem like a long time, but, um, you know, I think like the older you get, the more you realize just how fast time goes. Like when you're a kid and you're in school, you know, th- you know, one day seems like one year, but you know, the older you get, then the more hair you end up losing in my case, the you do realize just how fast time flies here, but Rock the Casbah, another classic from 1982. Another one on the list here. Another absolute classic and a song I would have to say is probably rock and roll, one of rock and roll's best songs ever. Um, it's from Queen and David Bowie, Under Pressure. Uh, that came out in 82, yeah. Um, when it came out, um, there was no official video for it or anything like that. Uh, and anything like that. And what I mean by official video is this, a video that had the band members in there. There was a video release, but it was all like public domain footage that they put together uh, for that particular song. Counts as a video, but normally um, most bands would actually be in the video that didn't happen in this case. But what a classic song. Even though Vanilla Ice tried his best to ruin it, um, it's one of those songs that has just lasted over the years. Queen is not my favorite band in the world, but this song in Bohemian Rhapsody like you cannot go wrong <clears throat> excuse me with how just when, when queen was on fire th- there was nobody better all right the next song on the list is from one of my favorite bands here uh cheap trick come out of they came out of, came out of rockford illinois uh first hit it big in the 70s and the 80s they had a bit of a downslide until a little bit later in the decade when they had uh the hit song the flame uh but in 82 they released a pretty good album uh their original bass player had left the band at this point um but they were still putting out some really good songs including this one called she's tight um cheap trick at their absolute best are like power pop masters i mean uh, on par with like the as far as i'm concerned uh, on par with the beatles in terms of being able to put together a nice tight pop song that that just rocks from beginning to end um and yeah i mean they rick nielsen uh the guitar player and main songwriter for the band is very open about his love for the beatles so that comparison um you know very much fits in this particular case but it's also from a record that you know as far as the casual listening listening fans um they may not necessarily be aware of this because cheap trick i think with casual fans you know people know them from like i want you to want me and stuff like that but they don't necessarily know the deeper stuff and with cheap trick the deeper stuff is the better stuff to be honest with you so check out that uh song she's tight uh the next one on the list is one of is from one of my favorite bands here judas priest uh the title track from their album screaming for vengeance what more can i say about this particular track i mean this band deserves to be in the rock and roll hall of fame like i mentioned but this track here is like perfect car chase music. I mean, why this song has not ended up in like an action movie where like there's a shootout on the highway or something like that is beyond me. This song is absolutely perfect for that. Rob Halford is just at his absolute vest, sh- shredding it on the vocals. Damn good song. 
The next one on the list here, uh, it's the one of the last official uh, albums from The Who before they took an extended hiatus. And the album itself was not their absolute best, but it did have one killer track on there, and it's the track Eminence Front. Um, this track, too, was lobbied by Who fans to be included as the theme song to CSI New York, but they ultimately went with Bob O'Reilly in this case. Uh, Eminence Front, yeah, it kind of slipped under the radar because there was uh, some tension in the band at the moment, and uh, Pete Townsend was actually uh, a year or two off of a very successful solo album of his own, so um, you know, some people do kind of surmise that maybe he kept some of his some of the best material for himself, but Eminence Front, um, anybody who's heard it uh, can be the first to tell you it's a damn, damn good song. Uh, the next track here is from Kiss, one of their last albums uh, in full makeup before they took the makeup off. Um, and it's from the Creatures of the Night album, and it's I Love It Loud. Um, <laughs> Kiss... Kiss is not the greatest band in the world, despite what they say. Um, if anything, they're a good starter band for kids, you know, in terms of getting them interested in rock and roll. It's a good place to start, but there's definitely a lot better. Having said that, that doesn't mean they put out bad songs, you know. And this song right here, I love it loud, just... just says it all <laughs> they love it loud it's not a, it's not a complicated song by any means it's just loud kick-ass got a great beat and yeah just really really good um almost done here the next one on the list from the legendary prince um and it's 1999 the title track of that album and um i think he from if i remember correctly i believe he did write that song in 1982 with the full intention of having it be a year set in a somewhat distant future, but close enough that he could actually, you know, live to that age and hopefully make a profit off off of it, which he ultimately did in 1999. Uh, in 1999, I believe he released uh, an album that was complete. All it was all the tracks were all the 1999 song but just different remixes of it and he made some money off of that but just a classic album it was prince in his first big push uh as a singer like any any artist he had peaks and valleys this was when he was going up higher for the peak before uh purple rain and everything like that uh the next one on the list here is from phil collins um in phil collins in the 80s it's weird that he was successful because even though mtv was still was kind of changing the game musically in terms of you know having all performers look a certain way phil collins did not look a certain way and he was out of uh, the democratic demographic of mtv in a lot of ways i mean he was in his mid-30s in the 80s when he was hitting it big he was balding he was short didn't look like a teen idol or anything like that but he still put out some great songs like I don't care anymore. Um, the, it's, it, I mean, Phil Collins is a drummer. People know this. And, uh, you know, I love when he's able to make riffs out of guitar, out of drum beats. You know, and that's what he did uh, with this particular song here. Definitely love it. Last song on the list here uh, before we wrap up is from the movie Rocky Three. It is from the band Survivor. It's the song Eye of the Tiger. By this point, Eye of the Tiger, def I, I can get where pe why people may be tired of it, may be annoyed by it, because it is one of those songs that is played a lot for certain, 
you know, it, if, if for certain things, I guess, but but it, that does not mean it's a bad song. It's a really damn good song, and um, uh, you know, I really love its placement in Rocky Three as well. I love the opening montage of Rocky Three more than anything. But hey, that's my 1982 playlist. Like I said, wanted to get something out uh, today for you folks. That was a little bit more than a friend's talking nerdy radio theater. Um, if you like the songs on this uh, playlist, check the show description. We will have a link to uh, the playlist on Apple Music. Um, you can also go to friendstalkingnerdy.com to find out some more information about that. But I think we'll wrap it up here again. Just wanted to have some a little short for you since it's just me this week. Uh, stay tuned. Uh, in the coming week here, we have another episode of the TNT Review on Tuesday where we're going to be discussing episode three of F is for Family. If you were hearing this the day this episode release uh, releases on Wednesday coming up, we're going to have another episode of Hump Day with Tim and the Professor. And then the next Saturday will be some more friends talking nerdy. So with that, we thank you all for listening to us every Saturday. We're going to have something in this podcast space to entertain your ear holes. Until we meet again, we bid you adieu. Subscribe to Friends Talking Nerdy on iTunes, the Google Play Music Store, as well as Spotify. Remember to support Friends Talking Nerdy on Patreon. Goodbye, darling.